How's it going today, Evan? <laughs> you know, it's going. It is. It is. How is your time of isolation treating you? It's uh, it started to hit me on Thursday. Just how boring this. I'm gonna say like three months is going to be. Yeah, I I suspect it's gonna be July or August before we start to see uh, Canada at least start to clear up. Yeah, uh, well, the U.S. Our is friends be... in the U.S. Unfortunately, <laughs> I feel are in for a longer ride. <laughs> they are definitely in for the long haul, um, because where we are, we're at like, I don't know, seventy people, and we're in like. Like they closed a grocery store yesterday because one worker got sick and they like have to like disinfect the whole place. Yeah. Yeah. They're definitely taking it to the extreme. It needs to be taken. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, this isn't a podcast about COVID, but. Whatever. No, but it's a little hard. To, so, so for anyone who's like, wow, the, the audio quality is, is terrible and, and they don't really riff on each other very well. It's because Brian and I are in two different locations <laughs> <laughs> and we are recording uh, we can't even see each other because Brian doesn't have a webcam. Um, Keep that so shit on I, lockdown. So we're just going to have this conversation in our respective houses. Uh, we're going to just hope this works, basically. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. We'll see how it comes out. Yeah, it's episode 42. 42 of EDH Rec, that is true. Wrecked of our podcast about Finite Commander, which is a game... We used to play. In the <laughs> I remember time. Magic when it existed. Uh, it was a card game. Yeah, Akoria just got delayed. Yes. Yeah. So, so we're not the only ones not playing Magic. I, I'm disappointed that they didn't just go forward with their Imagination pre-release, where you could take your deck home and pretend to play. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel that just would have been the funnest way to do it, and the oh. most, most tearful for sure. Yeah, but people online going like, this would have been a sweet pack if I could have drafted it. <laughs> <laughs> I wish this would have been my sealed for a tournament. <laughs> yeah. Store owners just keeping the prize support or just randomly doling it out. Yeah. So Actually, one of the games that, uh, that I used to play, Heroclix, um, a bunch of my friends are still into it, and they had a release that said, you know, we're still sending out all the prize support and stuff, and just the stores just sort of either randomly give it away or do something after this is all done, but we, we just want you to still have it. So it was pretty cool because they were just like, do what you want with this. Just don't Sweet. sell it. Nice. Uh, but since you can't have tournaments, either hold it or give it to people or whatever. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's good. I was just thinking, uh, you know, in our, our live uh, podcast here, is, do you have headphones in? I don't, no. No, okay. Well, I put headphones in just in case my mic was picking up your voice. Oh, so well, that so could now, be weird. Although in the recording that we tried, the test, I didn't hear anything like that. But okay, well, I just changed mine, so uh, if that makes any difference, we'll find out. But this is a live podcast where we don't really believe in anything, <laughs> so we're gonna uh, press on and just hope that uh, my voice isn't just echoed in across uh, Brian's track here. Yes, or too low. It does sound like you're coming in a little low right now. Okay, well, I can move a little closer. I was just trying not to have like uh, my lip smacks and stuff in the... Gotcha. Well, just don't smack your lips, you fucking savage. <laughs> yeah, just don't touch your face. Don't do anything. Look, um, you're not supposed to be touching your face anyway. But no, regardless, uh, irregardless, I knew you would love that one there, teacher. Yeah. Um, let's move on. Uh, yeah, so uh, this week... Um, I wanted to talk about uh, alternate win cons. Um, 
there's a couple we keep talking about, so we're just not going to talk about the blue ones. Well, that's, that's my plan. Alternate douchebag um, with the blue ones. But uh, but there's a there's an increase in uh, more of these being played, so I thought we should go through sort of the the cycle, I guess, and talk about ones that are good, ones that are bad, ones that you hate seeing, ones that are kind of funny if you can pull off. Um, yeah. And then we're going to talk about random commanders and we're going to assign each other deck to build because there's nothing else to do. <laughs> <laughs> so before we start, uh, what we should probably throw out there is that obviously there are two big ways that you win commander and that is either damage or lab. Or, or lab man. Yeah, that's about it. So at the end of the day, like every combo that you build into every infinite combo has to achieve a win. And the way, the way you win magic is either you make them draw their last card when they don't have a deck, sorry, uh, you deal enough damage to get through their life, or you deal 21 commander damage, regardless of their life total. Yes. Now, commander uh, does have two or three of the alternate win conditions banned. Uh, it's just coalition victory, isn't it? Well, I would consider biorhythm to be almost its own win condition. Oh, well, sure, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a pretty, it's a pretty good win condition. There's a creature that does that, though. There is the green creature with ferocious, yeah, a lot, a lot more difficult to pull off properly, but I've seen it. So yeah, yeah. so the other win conditions, though, I have a couple in mind, and I'm sure you do too. So well, I have the list, so you can just go off your memory, and I'll tell you oh, which ones. You I, I only have two or three that I was thinking of as big ones. So I just throw it out I there. Look them all up. So do you want to go in the alphabetical order that I have? Sure. Yeah, I like sure. it. Sure. Uh, first one then would be approach of the second sun. Approach of the Second Sun, that was a win condition in one of my white decks. In fact, Banding has it as a win condition, <laughs> alternate win condition. And by alternate, you mean only. Yeah, usually the damage doesn't get through, but hey, you know, sometimes. <laughs> that deck was, uh, it was the flip enchantment commander, right? Yeah, Rune Tail. Rune that, way, that way you could band and prevent all trampling. Yeah, so the trample damage would become zero. I'm opening a, <laughs> a bottle here, so... Yeah. Okay, you've got to slow down because as you posted, these episodes have been slow because you are drinking too much wine and forgetting to post. Oh, no, that this is just a bottle of pop. Oh, okay. I was thinking you were cracking it a little early in the afternoon. But uh, <laughs> look, it's been a rough, <laughs> rough time. Actually, I realized the other day, I turned to Rebecca, Rebecca and I, my wife, uh, we went to, uh, to the just... liquor store about, what, about a week ago, I think. And yeah. Uh, she was like, "Hey, you should you should buy like something to stock up in case things go down." So I was like, "Yeah, I'll get a bottle of I'll get a box of wine. That should probably last for a bit. It's empty. It's it's <laughs> uh, <laughs> every night I'd come uh, home and work with such a trash heap. I was just like, oh, I need a drink, and <laughs> all of a sudden it's gone. So yeah, I do actually need to calm down. I feel a little bit. Uh, anyway, I wonder how the rates of alcoholism are going to increase in this thing. Yeah, yeah, alcohol and drug abuse probably going through the roof right now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, approach I, the second sun. Yeah, which uh, which is what we were trying to talk about. Um, if you don't know, if it was cast from your hand and you've cast another spell name, approach of the second sun this game, you win the game. Otherwise, put it uh, in its owner's library, seventh for the top, and you gain seven life. Now, yes. this card doesn't need to gain you seven life at all. Uh, it's probably just because it wasn't really a white card until they did that. But yeah, uh, that would fit in the color scheme. That's like not even a thing. Yeah, just casting it a second time. Yeah, uh, yeah I have no idea. Uh, this card is popular. Um, it's kind of... I'm not... I'm, I'm actually 
mostly fine with this card because you do have to cast it from hand and then you have to get it again. And it's in certain decks, sure, it can be worse because it's seven from the bottom. So there's certain decks you can draw, but a lot of decks, you got some time. Uh, I remember I played one and I had a life finale to make the person shuffle their deck. And then the game was fun. No, it's six and one white. Oh, even better. Uh, and so, yeah, I made them shuffle their deck, and then every turn was like, did you draw it? Did you draw it? Um, because all I had to do was cast it again and win the game. Um, in some ways, it's annoying because you just win straight up, but I said, because because you tuck the card seven down, uh, it gives people time to react to it and plan. So uh, I'm fine with this one. Yeah. Uh, one of the rulings on it, too, is that if you do have fewer than six cards in your library, you just put it on the bottom of your library. Oh, I didn't think of that one. How many cards are left in the deck? <laughs> it's have a lot. So, uh, so if you have some sort of mill approach, um, self-mill. Uh, right. One of the cards that I always wanted to play this with, one of, one of the things I always wanted to do was build an Orzov deck where it ran Lich's Mastery in this card. Yeah. Because you, uh, you put it seven from the top and you gain seven life. So you right, so you just draw them seven put back. Put it seven, gain seven. Draw the seven cards, <laughs> recast it, and with like it's only one white. So if you had say a cabal of coffers and an herborg, which yeah. is pretty as we've discussed, are fairly common black plays, you could simply just like, you know, float eleven black mana, twelve black mana and just cast this twice and win. <laughs> yeah, which would be funny to pull off. Uh that's Anything... Approach of the Second Sun is, is one of those cards too that I feel that you should you should probably if you're running mono white especially or uh, white you heavy should... Yeah, you should give it a shot. Like, even if it doesn't do anything, the the worst you're going to get is seven life for seven mana and the chance of winning the game. Yeah, as we go through these, uh, I was looking a couple months ago about, like, so many of them are mono-white that you could just make a mono-white deck that's just alternate win cons and all it does is dirtle. But I think people might get annoyed at you at that point. I think Um, one of our friends actually made that. Yeah. The same guy who right now has uh, the Golos... uh, The Golos... Uh, remember all your triggers. Oh, okay. Uh, he, 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 quite a while ago, had built an alternate wing con mono white deck that only Sweet. alternate wing cons in it. Yeah, it's probably your best bet for most mono white generals. But yeah, the, the approach of the second sign, I have absolutely no problem with someone racing to this. I don't even have a problem if you, if you have a way to draw into it. Like, if you have 14 mana uh, and we've just let this go, then we deserve what's about to happen. Yeah, that's sort yeah. of it. <laughs> that's true. Most <laughs> if you have fourteen mana, you should be able to make a haymaker win for the game here. Yeah, yeah, you you can make that play. You know, yeah. you're four mana beyond Stormherd, so I'm all right with everything. About yeah. All right, next one. Azor's elect uh, elect elocutioners. It, sure, if you add in half the syllables, uh, elocutors, I guess. Look, uh, who knows? It's the, Whatever. It's the filibuster one. It's the it's the it's the Azorius filibuster. Yeah. Yeah. So, so if you don't take damage for five or more turns, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever a source, you, whenever a source counter. deals damage, you remove a filibuster counter. At the beginning of your upkeep, put a filibuster counter on it. If uh, and then if you have five or more, you win. So you have to play it and then five turns, not take any damage. I I have never seen that one again. 
No, it has to get around the board so many times, and it just dies to removal. <laughs> like I remember one guy building it, and I tried to put it in the tracks. I've seen someone else try to like yeah, proliferate you... the shit out of it. I've never seen it win. <laughs> no, I think it's too fragile. Deadliest win ever. You know, it's it's such it's a stupid card. To be fair, if you're playing like stacks, it might speed up the game to play this card. I mean, even stacks, like, <laughs> sorry, you're gonna you're, someone will be able to push through damage. Yeah, you should just play approach the second sign at that point. You could, yeah. If except you're playing, you, if you're playing, except 1v1, you shouldn't be playing stats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. If you're playing one v one, I can see that card maybe doing it if you can figure out a way to shut your opponent down. But with multiple opponents, that card is just—it just takes forever to get through five turns. Yeah, exactly. Unless All right, you ne- just take extra turns constantly. Yeah, next one that uh, I'd love to see someone pull off is Baron Glory. Oh, man. Uh, two white and. four. Four, at the beginning of your upkeep, if you control no permanence other than Baron Glory and have no cards in hand, you win the game. Uh, apocalypse. That, yeah, that's about... You have to basically have Baron Glory out and then cast Apocalypse. Well, because no, that, it goes away with it, so you need to cast Apocalypse and flow oh, mana do, does to apo- Baron Glory. Does Apocalypse get rid of enchantments? It exiles all permanents, I believe. Oh, okay. I just assumed it was like Decree of Silence or whatever. Yeah. Decree, of, Decree of Annihilation would work too. Apocalypse is two and three. Uh, oh, but yes. Three Apocalypse. red. Exile all permanents, discard your hand. So yeah, you've got to float another six mana. It's getting rid of your hand is the thing that Apocalypse does above. Uh, like Decree of Annihilation will get rid of everything but enchantments, but you yeah. still have a hand. The thing about this, though, if you can pull off the Apocalypse Baron Glory combo, you have won that game. (laughs) (laughs) True. No one has any permanence left. They can't even cast a one-drop spell unless they have a land. They cannot remove your Baron Glory at that point. Here's the situation you'll get into. You'll float six, then you'll cast Apocalypse, and in response, someone will float two blue. You'll be like, now what do I do? (laughs) Now how do I play this one? Uh, well, no, I guess because they'll discard their hands. So they wouldn't be able to counter it. No, no. You only Ooh, discard your hand. They keep theirs. Oh, they keep theirs. Never mind. Okay. Yeah, so that, <laughs> you're, 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 in, you're in a worse position at this point. But uh, but you could build like a Mardu deck where you could use black to just make them do, like Myojin pop. Uh, the black yeah. Myojin, everyone discards their hands. Oh, yeah. yeah. And all opponents. And then boom, Apocalypse, Float 6, kill everyone. Yeah, uh, there was a nice little uh, buzz coming from uh, your end there while you were talking, but you know what? That's our listeners' problems, I think. You've got the good microphone, so I don't know what's going on with you. Yeah, why? Has there been a buzz a lot? Uh, There was just twice when you were talking that it just sort of like gets into just computer noises. Uh, I believe they call it electronic dance music. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it sounds like. (laughs) It's only for a second. It's just... You know, it's like in a movie where like someone glitches out and they're, anyway, everyone listening probably heard it. So they know what I'm describing. Good. Uh, all right. Uh, the next one is a card you can't play, which is Battle of Wits. Yeah. Well, you can't play it. You can play it all you want. Sure. It doesn't do anything. Absolutely won't win you the game. But yeah, you can have it in your decks. Not even as good as, uh, what's the Darksteel one for zero, I think, that's just only indestructible? Darksteel Relic? Yeah, Relic. It just At least it gives you affinity. This one... Well, it, also, do- it also gives you it also is used in like joy run stuff like that right to yeah yeah it's at least a zero drop this one gives you two devotion but i don't think it's worth yeah. it i mean you know just because you can't have 200 cards in your deck doesn't mean anything yeah uh next one after the filibusters it's kind of like it is biovisionary, biovisionary uh, the one that it's at least four at, copies at, of it you win 
at the beginning of your end step, if you control four or more creatures named Biovisionary, you win the game. It is one and Simic. Uh, so you know. So it is at the beginning there. of your end step. So you could like write of replication it, and then yeah. just win. The the one clone that cannot help is Sakashima. Yeah, because it keeps its name. Keeps its name. I'm sure anyone building this deck makes that mistake. It just puts in Sakashima. Just drops a fifty-five, sixty-dollar card into that deck. Just, <laughs> just, doesn't, just doesn't work. <laughs> so, in theory, you could make this one work. A better, um, oh, a better thing to do would be to Sakashima the Biovisionary, and then create four copies of Sakashima as a Biovisionary. But Sakashima is still legendary. It's Sakashima, That's so right. wouldn't work. You'd have to try to find a way around that. Just add another layer. You'd have to spark double the Sakashima. And then clone that. <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? Or Helm of the Host. So, so this one, because it's end step, means you could pull off. Uh, you just have to drop all your clones on one turn. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a creature. It's fairly fragile. Someone could try it. I'd be fine with it because it'd be janky. I mean, it falls into that same vein as El Elocutioner there. Uh, the Elocutioner to me, where it's like, this is just a pure jank. Yes. You know, uh, I think you could pull this one off easier, though. Oh, 100%. But, I mean, you still won't see anyone win with it on the regular. Yeah. Um, the uh, What's that general, the Simic general, where if you play a green card, you like tutor for a creature and stuff like that? Seems like you just biovisionary that thing. Oh, yeah. Isn't that, uh, is that Momer Vig? Momer Vig, yeah. That yeah. seems like what you do here. All right. Here's a, the next one. Um, again, will probably never happen. Uh, Celestial Convergence. Two and two white. Uh, when it comes into play, you put seven omen counters on it. It's an enchantment. Oh, At the beginning of your upkeep, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just I just love the very end of this text. At the beginning of your upkeep, remove an omen counter from Celestial Convergence. If there are no omen counters on Celestial Convergence, the player with the highest life total wins the game. If two or more players are tied for highest, the game is a draw. <laughs> I love the idea of dirtling for seven turns just to draw the game. <laughs> so that was in I ran that card in uh, in Evra. Uh, Evra is Evra was the mono white witness, the the one that can flip her life total for your, her power. Oh yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Sweet. So, so I it, I had all of those white wing cons in there, all the life total ones, and I yeah. cry. You know, it, the deck was horrific. It was it was amazing. I had someone kill me once actually by a uh, sudden spoiling me in response Sweet. to me actually. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> Evra, <laughs> and, uh, and so her life total, my life total became zero. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good it was pretty good, pretty it was, good. Uh, yeah I, I i normally don't like playing with that individual but in that moment i was like well that's fair it, uh, <laughs> you know, that's a good one yeah it's a good play um this one has the electrocutioner electric whatever they're called um uh, issue of you have to wait seven turns so the way if you want to play this one is you play it with solemnity you do, yeah. And then just whoever has the highest life total on the next up, on your next upkeep wins. So you just boost your life total, play Celestial Convergence with Solemnity out, and then just go, all right, <laughs> we're on the clock now. Yeah, you have one turn to deal as much damage as you can. Yeah. And if someone deals more damage to me, well, someone else is going to win. So How much does that actually, cost? It's a two and two white. You can, so for the same cost, for one more mana... Uh, you can do Apocalypse. <laughs> Apocalypse is just going to be our way to win every time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is my new wing comment with all these. So Apocalypse. <laughs> oh, no, you discard your hand. Never mind. 
Yeah. Oh, actually, uh, not work with the Baron Glory either. You discard the Baron Glory. Yeah, Apocalypse doesn't help you in the least in either of those. Situations. No, I don't see how it works. Yeah. Um, you should just make a Boros deck that's all just like Decree of Annihilation, <laughs> Obliterate, and then just like win white win cons. <laughs> What a terrible, <laughs> terrible person. <laughs> it would be. Uh, see, but this is that argument with Boros is that Boros's problem might actually not be card draw. It might not be, you know, sort of answers and things like that or, or ramp. The thing might be the combos you could pull off are all just like, like they're just not, you know, like what's like they're house ruled out. Like they're all like mass destruction land destruction, you know, land destruction yeah, yeah. Yeah. just like blow up everything that people don't agree with and because no one wants to do it you just can't play boros because that's what boros can do yeah they're all what they all are is they're all just hateful uh hateful moves that in any other color combo would be considered to be just broken as shit but because red white is you know so bad they're not even considered terrible <laughs> yeah i don't know like like yakel hops uh um a smothering tithe. Yeah. The, great play for you, but like you won't have friends when you play it. But also you're but the other side of that is that like what do you do with that anyway? Well you get mana, so you can yeah, keep of course going. You do. like really like what what is what are the people Well, hearing? okay, yeah, that's are the they argument. Feeling like is... the seven card draw Gisela? Like what I don't know where they're but but it's the same problem with uh Azorius of like there's easy ways to play stacks, but what's the win con? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all is similar, but everyone still, but everyone still plays Azorius. That's because it has blue. Yeah, I guess so. All right, next one, uh, Chance Encounter. Uh, that one is. This is the coin flip one that uh, every time you flip a coin, put a counter on it on your upkeep. If you have ten or more, you win the game. It's in the coin flip partners deck. Uh, I've played against that deck a fair number of times, and I've never seen someone drop trans, Chance Encounter. But if they did, they just win in like two or three turns. Uh, yeah, because it's only ten coin flips. It's pretty easy to make. So, yeah, it turns out that your opponent losing a flip does not count as you winning one anymore. Oh, perfect. Yeah, right. Because two thousand nine. Thank you for adjusting that <laughs> magic back then. Because I yeah, because you have to win. But anyway, uh, it's basically only a mat deck. Everything else, yeah. it's like who cares? I can't see it being anywhere else exactly. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's such a red card. Uh, the next one's Coalition Victory. It's banned. Um, Probably for good I reason. Think if they, I think if they change that one to if you control a land of each basic land type and and f like separate creatures of each color, you'd be okay. But you can just drop one five color creature and then qualify for that, and that's yeah. the problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you, uh, with duels and shocks. Right. Yeah, your five color general would just be like, uh, you know, whatever. Ur dragons out. Coalition victor. I win the game. Like. Yeah. Well, I mean, the one, the one that you. Would also, there's no stipulation because it's a sorcery. It had to be like an enchantment, like on your upkeep, so that people could stop you. The the general that you'd probably want to do this with would be like Sliver Queen or something, where you have mana producing creatures. Yeah. And then you can just power out whatever you need to stop anyone from. So I I can see why this is banned. It's an eight drop spell, but. But, I mean, at the same time, we now have Assassin's Oracle that's just running rampant. Yeah, I know. That's the uh, thing. I guess the other one is if this... Drop uh, sorcery that's still banned because it's an insta-win compared to a three-drop. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, yeah. If this one said a basic land, not basic land type, it would also be better? Yes. 
well, then it would be almost unplayable. Sure. Like, there'd be no reason to ban. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. Of of maybe they should just fix it. <laughs> um, uh, Dark Steel Reactor is the next one. Uh, I've, been, I've been talking with a buddy of mine trying to brew up. Uh, we're we're talking about whether now is the time to build a Dark Steel Reactor deck or not. <laughs> You have to get 20 charge counters on it to win the game. You get one every upkeep. It's There's a lot of charge counter manipulation, though, from Mirrodin, right? There's there is a fair bit. There's a couple other things that can move them around. So maybe it's only 12 turns. Yeah, you Not need to play. So this would be, I think, can't remember if we talked about that when we had Padim last week, but this would be a good Padim one. Yeah, um, yeah. And then just like play Proliferate. And just charge counters and just tutor this up. It now has indestructible and hexproof, so good luck removing it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and uh, and just proliferate. Play um, the one that every time you cast a spell proliferate and just race that reactor. Oh uh, yeah, and you can all well. I mean, blue has inexorable tide. Yeah, uh, whenever you cast an on creature spell, proliferate. Yeah, uh, they have a few new proliferate powers, so you could run a pretty. To be good fair, you could. Yeah, you could you could do it fairly easily. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think it'd be funny. Again, another card that I wouldn't I wouldn't care if someone played in one with. It's just like, all right, that's fine. You you did your thing. Yeah, because you there'd be lots of step. Like, sort of what I don't like is the like I do it and I just win the game out of nowhere. Um, yeah. So any of these ones that are like you have to build up to are like that's fine. You have a chance to react to. It. You have a chance to, um, to try to stop it. Uh, some of them. You can't as easily. Uh, the next one you can. Epic struggle. Struggle. Uh, two and two uh, green. Must be a full cycle here because we keep coming across other in different sets. I was thinking chance encounter and celestial convergence. They all have the same type of cost. Uh, at the beginning of your upkeep, if you control twenty or more creatures, you win the game. So this is uh, the opposite of uh, Mortal Combat. Yeah, which is coming up. Which is coming up. Yeah. Yeah. This one. Um, I own a copy every once in a while I think should be played um, it's actually hard to get 20 creatures on the board uh, there's that there's yeah I mean it is but you know Flesnia can do it do it pretty easily this yeah. rolling generals you know yeah and again it's on upkeep so people have lots of time to just blow up a couple creatures and not have you hit 20 or just cross and grip this or whatever yeah so uh, I actually surprised less uh, people play this like don't play this one very often yeah it's a, it's a it's not one that i've seen drop but it's it's also one that i think is too easy to get rid of yeah well that's it, the problem it, it's it's it, creature based so yeah it's one of those things where it's like it's really easy to or it's easier to maintain people under 20 creatures and it's also a full rotation of keeping all your creatures alive is rough yeah exactly so uh, I mean, I wouldn't, again, this is yet another card that uh, would be fine. I would actually laugh if someone just, like, dropped down south. <laughs> yeah, I think it would be really funny. I want to see someone use the Bailoff that creates the 4-4s four and just win off that. Just play enough land. <laughs> just, just uh, uh, like, scape shift into it. Yeah, Rampaging Bailoff plus Epic. Yeah. Struggle. Done. Done. <laughs> That's a terrible combo. <laughs> Uh, next one is uh, probably one of the most common uh, ones is Felidar Sovereign. Well, um, your life total starts. There. Yeah, exactly. At the beginning of your upkeep, if you have 40 or more life, you win the game. Um, yeah. 
this was a weird one for them to to just not ban just on that basis alone. Yes, I was just thinking that uh, playing like Legacy, where like there's a reanimator deck. Yeah, someone should make a reanimator deck that's Orzov and just put this in, just on the off chance they get like an entomb and like a reanimate on turn one. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. just like, like pop this down, like like, like pop this down on on turn two and just <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like just you know, way well, you go. Could do it turn one, if you had like just a you know some sort of zero drop rock too, it's like and yeah. uh, I hope you got a sword, then it will land. Go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it does seem like there's got to be a way to cheat this out really fast. Well, if you had if you had like a lotus petal and a swamp, yeah. and you entombed and then reanimate. Now, if you reanimated, you're only at thirty four. But. Uh... You need a. You also need a dark ritual in hand, and you cast the. What's the one that costs three that reanimates or just animate dead? There's exhum. That's two. Um, yeah, you need the one that doesn't make you lose life. Animate dead. Then, then you're in trouble. So, you uh, you need three mana. So you uh, you you uh, entomb this guy or whatever. Yeah, you just play the legacy one. If you play a swamp and then you dark ritual into entomb and exhum. Yeah. And you win the game. And then you bring this out and you just pass. And you hope that no one has a, a path. Or a lightning bolt. <laughs> if someone bolted you, they deserve that. They, <laughs> someone just, well, it has it has life links, so you'll just gain four, four life the next turn and then just do it again. Well, then they have two mana, though, and it'll probably die at that point. Yeah. There's a lot um, more two and three mana removal. Uh, yeah. This would be funny to come out really early. That would be a funny combo in an Orzov deck. Already, Orzov has three, three, two of my best combos of these already. <laughs> yeah, I should just build an alternate wing con on Orzov deck. You probably should uh, put put like Campbell as your leader and just oh, oh. <laughs> just be the worst. Watch the hate flow. All right, what's uh, the next one? Uh, next one is the fixed coalition victory, happily ever after. Oh, the one that isn't that also banned. No, because again, it's like fixed. So here it is. It's a two and a white. It's an enchantment. As I said, coalition victory needed to be. When happily ever after enters the battlefield, each player gains five life and draws a card. So it's card draw for white. Um, at the beginning of your upkeep, if there are five colors among permanents you control, and there are six or more card types among permanents you control or cards in your graveyard, and your life total is greater than your starting value, you win the game. So you need five colors of permanence and you need six types of permanence somewhere in player in the graveyard and you need higher life, but it does gain you five life and then you win. And then it's just over. I've never seen this played. I haven't either. <laughs> uh, this is um, definitely, definitely not a card that sees common play in a white deck or in any color deck. Well, it has to be five color based because hey, you're playing you five color permanence. It doesn't have to, but... You could just straight up three mana for five life draw a card. Pretty good for white. To be fair, if if you have uh, like tainted remedy out, um, uh, so that, that everyone loses that five life, this, this would be way better. Yet another Orzov play for me. Done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, this one, it doesn't. It seems like you could do it. Having six over card types isn't that hard because. You can have a land easily and an artifact and a creature, and this is an enchantment. So you only need like an instant and sorcery in your graveyard, and you're fine. Or uh, I don't think interrupt counts. What am yeah, I missing? So it's, 
it's artifact, creature, enchantment, instant land, planeswalker, and sorcery. So there's uh, plane, planeswalkers. Six the out of one. seven. Uh, planeswalkers. The seventh. I knew there was another one. The legendary and the super types and stuff like that don't count. Yeah, and equipment doesn't count. Yeah, so there's seven. You just need tribal, six of them. So tribal uh, counts as well. I believe it says certain older sets contain tribal cards as well. Okay. Yes, because that was uh, I was mentioning someone of uh, back in like episode eight, we challenged our buddy to turn one Emrakul. Yes. And uh, he pulled it off, but he needed the tribal sorcery. <laughs> yes, the the Eldrazi sorcery. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So. That it's fine. You want to play with this? That's good. You're, you're... Yeah, I'm actually surprised more people don't try to do it because it seems pretty easy to do in a five color deck. But again, you have to wait till your upkeep. So people have a way to disrupt you. All they have to do is knock your life total down, yeah. and you don't win. Exactly. And maybe that's why no one plays it. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be so good if someone just bajukabogged your graveyard right before your turn, so you <laughs> the guy before didn't you. have the didn't have the card types in the graveyard. Uh, all right, uh, next one you'll never pull off. It's Hadron Alignment. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, the, that's the blue one. At the beginning of keep, you reveal your hand. Uh, if you do, you win the game if you own a card named Hadron Alignment in exile in your hand in your graveyard in the battlefield. You can't do that in Commander, so yeah. we'll ignore it. Uh, Helix Pinnacle. I see this one all the time. Yes, this one, this one is probably the most common win con I see. I don't know if I've ever seen someone win with it. I've seen it. Oh, well, no, actually, there's one coming up that's probably more common than this. But this one I see out a lot. Yeah, uh, this is the Solvala one where you just yeah. make mana. Yeah, exactly. Or uh, I could put it, tokens on it. Put in that. Uh, yeah, put it in that Vorinclix deck. Um, yeah, it's just a one-drop enchantment for green, Heshroud. X, put X tower counters on Helix Pinnacle. At the beginning of the upkeep, if there are 100 or more tower counters, you win the game. Yeah. That's it. You just pump man into it. Savala does it because you get Ulamog out and doesn't take as many turns as you think. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it's hard to remove, but people just come after you. So honestly, uh, like Faladar Sovereign would probably have a better record of winning than Helix Pinnacle just because it's like on your upkeep, everyone has one turn. With Helix Pinnacle, everyone has more than one turn. <laughs> Usually, yes. Producing <laughs> so, mana in one turn is pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean, if you go infinite, but then you still have to wait a turn. Now, this doesn't remove, but uh, it would be funny to drop Solemnity against this. <laughs> when it's at, like, 97. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, the next one is Hellkite Tyrant, which I always forget has an alternate win con because most people just scoop every time you attempt it. <laughs> uh, just because the common one is to uh, put um, Mycosynth Lattice down. Yeah. And then once you've stolen everything, no one plays anymore. Uh, so this is a uh, dragon. It's four and two red. Uh, flying Trample. When Hellkite Tyrant deals combat damage to a player, gain control of all artifacts that the player controls. At the beginning of your upkeep, if you control 20 or more artifacts, you win the game. So as I said, you make everything an artifact. You swing at someone. You steal everything, including their lands. And then I guess you win on the upkeep, but like everyone probably scooped at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because even if you kill the Hellkite, they still have all of the permanence the other person has. Yeah, like you don't get them back. <laughs> yeah, there's no return. There's no nothing. It's just like they're all gone. Yeah. And I so, uh, if you die, those are all exiled. So the other guy doesn't want you. Like, they're just like, fuck, no matter what happens at that point. Yeah, I don't know what happens to them. But yeah, it's uh, 
it's just steal everything. Otherwise, you just steal a couple fun things and you don't really hit 20, but uh, you could make it work. This one's also funny just because it's just amusing of a card. And, you know, if it's flying trample, it can get through, but it's you can remove dragon. it. Everyone loves dragons. Yeah, exactly. So I actually, I like this card every time it comes up. Sure, it steals artifacts, which could be irritating, but it's funny. So yeah. <laughs> I'm good with it. It's also a straight up red ultimate con, which I'm always keen on. Yeah, which isn't Chance Encounter, which is very niche. Uh, we're going to skip over these blue ones. Um, yeah. Uh, next one's Liliana's Contract, which I actually thought lots of people would play when it came out, and no one plays it. Uh, three and two black. When Liliana's Contract enters the battlefield, you draw four cards, and you lose four life. At the beginning of upkeep, if you control four or more demons with different names, you win the game. Yes. Uh, in Commander, it's not that crazy to have four or more demons, but I guess you have to play a demon deck, and no one does that. Well, you don't even really have to play a demon deck. I mean, you know, what are the big demons you can, you can run? You can run... Uh, you got Razakath, and then you Razakath, just go find the rest of them. You can run uh, any of the Rakdos demons. Like, it doesn't have to be mono-black, right? Like, four demon demons. Of, demon of pretty much wins you the game with this out. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, so I kind of thought... Or Liliana's Contract and just run Sire of Insanity and keep pitching demons into your yard and you win the game. Uh, well, you need to you control can. them. So you have to really have to have the demons in place. You can't well, just Yeah, but I mean, you, if, if no one has a hand... <laughs> sure, they're not going to stop you. going to be the deal with Liliana's contract? Yeah. Uh, and a Sire of Insanity and whatever other demons you regurgitate. But maybe it's just basically like if you have four decent demons out, you're probably winning the game anyway. Yeah, it's true. Although but, demons uh, usually don't have to trample, or not? Do they? Not a lot. Of Lord them. of the Pit. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, that that overplayed <laughs> Lord of the Pit. That just, card was dope when I was ten. <laughs> the flying trample seven seven. What? You're up, keep sacking. Yeah. Don't just take seven. The best you gotta play. Yeah, you gotta play. A, you gotta play. A, yeah, you gotta play a breeding pit just to deal with it. Well, no, you just give him lifelink, so he deals seven damage to you, and then you gain seven. Sure. Damage. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Whip Whip of Erebo solves this guy's problem all day. It's <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> uh, we'll put it put it in the Orzov deck. Another um, Orzov move. Lord of the Pit. Whip of Erebo's done. Yep. All right. There's like six more or something here. We Perfect. got uh, Miles Aria. Uh, it's the Naya one. Red, green, white. If we upkeep, put a 1-1 one, one counter on each creature you control. If you control a creature with power 4, 5 or greater. Then you gain 10 life if you control a creature with power 10 or greater. Then you win the game if you control a creature with 20 or greater. Yeah, that, um, I mean, the unfortunate side is that Naya is just such a garbage combo. I think that's the problem because honestly, like, just the first line of text at the beginning of upkeep put a one one counter on each creature control if you control a creature with five or greater is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So even the second one, the trample one or whatever, not not bad at all either. Like, you get well the the second one is gain ten life if you have something with ten or more. Oh and the, and the last one is win the game if you have twenty or more. Um I don't know, this seems like this card's worth trying. <laughs> like I why I, not? I've never I built one Naya deck. Uh, it was Rien the Angel, and it was yeah. all multicolored creatures, and all yeah, of that never that never made the cut. Like I just, no, you know. but like I guess you could argue that uh, there's cards that are you know like this. Technically, if you don't have a creature with five or greater, this is three for a card that does nothing. Yes. But it's only three. I've seen lots of people play cards that are like five and literally don't do anything till the next turn. 
Yeah. Um, it's not a it's not a terrible card, but it's also I don't think that it's it's a super playable card. No. Like uh, I don't. I also, think the color combo is is just not played. Yeah, yeah, it's not uh, not that common. Uh, well, it is, but just for dinosaurs. Yes, and they although that would be a pretty good one for dinosaurs. Yeah, it probably would be. <laughs> um, it'd be funny with Zakama because he's like a nine nine or something. Yeah, he's just one off. Yeah, but sure, but you'll get that one one counter in the next upkeep. Uh, here we go. The actual, maybe most common one, uh, Maze's End. I'd Everyone say one more common now, but yeah, we'll talk about Maze's End because it's because of Golos. Golos. Yeah. Uh, this is what you put in Golos. Uh, it enters the battlefield tapped. It's a land. Uh, it adds one colorless. All that's irrelevant. It has three tap. Return Maze's End to its owner's hand. Search your library for a gate card. Put it in the battlefield. Then shuffle your library. Control ten or more gates with different names. You win the game. So this one got played because there used to be like exactly 10 gates, but when they went back to Ravnica uh, again, um, added another gate. they added another gate. So it's a little easier to pull off. Um, and so Golos is the common one of just, well, it can tutor up mazes end and then you can tutor up gates and then you can just go for the win because people don't attack your land base. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this one, people People try this one. It's fine because it takes a while. I'm okay with people doing it. Yeah, me too. I mean, you know, it's you can give it a shot for sure, uh, and people do. Like you said, it's a it's a very common wing con. The problem is that if your Golos is shut down, and that's pretty much the only way to do it, by the way, is with Golos. Yeah. Uh, the actual card itself is so slow. Like, yes. <laughs> even, even if you have an, uh, an amulet of Vigoro, and even if it untaps, and even if you can do it multiple times, it is so slow to do this. Yeah, without, it's just mana. Without tutoring constantly, which is essentially what Golos is all about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the other side of Golos is sometimes you'll just exile two of them because you'll hit three of them in a row. Right. <laughs> yeah, then you're screwed because. You, just, <laughs> you can't win that way. <laughs> But uh, it's, yeah, if you yeah. are building a five-color deck or you're building especially a Golos deck, there's no reason not to have those in there unless you're just trying to be so tight like that you just don't want to – you're just trying to be so efficient that you don't want to waste time on guild gates. Yeah, because uh, they come into play tapped. Easy alternate win condition for Golos to try. Yeah, yeah. but not many others because five colors is a little harder to pull off. And this so slow, so slow. Yeah. Uh, next one, Mechanized Production. Uh, two this is and one two. you see people try to pull off all the time, and it's because of Brunaclad. Like everyone does it dumb. <laughs> yeah, this is a two and two blue enchant artifact you control at the beginning of your upkeep. Create a token that's a copy of this artifact. If you control eight or more artifacts with the same name as one another, you win the game. Importantly, it's not. It's not this. You don't have to have eight or more of the artifact that's enchanted with the same no. name. It's you just anything. Uh, so everyone tries it with Brunaclad because Brunaclad then makes copies. Um, but what you really need to do is you need to do it when you produce a shit ton of treasure. Yes. Uh, Don't do it with Brunaclad. Do it in, a, in like an Azorius deck where you have Smothering Taizo because everyone ignores treasure. Yeah. As anything but just a mana resource. So you can yeah. easily have people pass turn and then begin to turn to be like, I'll keep trigger. I have nine treasure. And they're like, <laughs> I didn't even realize. Yeah, because everyone thinks that you have to have enchanted the treasure. Yeah. Uh, so they missed this one. Uh, the other one I like is uh, you enchant one of the artifact lands. 
And then yes. every turn you create a token copy of that land. It's that's a pretty good deal. A dark steel um, citadel being the best play. Dark steel citadel because then like what you've just you're on a clock here. You're gonna win in eight turns. Yeah, it's an indestructible <laughs> land, so good luck. Yeah, um, you're gonna have to take out this enchantment. You gotta destroy the enchantment, which is way yeah. easier than trying to yeah. destructible land. Yeah. Uh so this one's funny because there's lots of stupid ways people this is way better than blue's other win cons because this one's amusing because you have to gear up to have eight and other people have to try to stop you and it's kind of funny yeah uh all right next one uh mortal combat two hey. and two black at the yeah. upkeep if you control 20 or more creature cards if 20 or more creature cards are in your graveyard you win the game um i've never seen someone play this one uh i've seen it in decks i've never I've, i think it's like short of you just like leveling but then that would actually be funny is to level your whole deck and then wait on your upkeep before you draw <laughs> yeah um it's hard to get 20 creatures in your graveyard without having to play them first yeah um, that, that, and, like, and it's so I, much easier to make tokens that die but tokens don't stay so it's hard to pull off short of milling but more mill decks should play this and just self-mill themselves. Yeah, It'd so be better, better when we than... first started discussing this as an arrangement, I thought you meant other ways to actually win the game, not cards oh. specifically won it. So yeah, that mill was what I'd built up a whole conversation about, uh, the pros and cons of milling someone to death. Uh, ah. But yeah, mill, mill is essentially what you want to run with more. Well, let's, uh, we can save that one for next week. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, because and we'll save talking rats, about Mel. Like this is like a relentless rat play, is Mortal Kombat, where you just have like you know, or Shadowborn Apostles, where you just have like thirty of the same. Sure, people. yeah. You just throw them in the graveyard willy nilly, and people are like, "Why do you care that they're not dying?" <laughs> like, boom, win. Uh, a Yaro probably function well with this because she plays a lot of small creatures that you don't care about dying. Uh, yep. Any of the creature generals. The the real big key though is that twenty creatures in your graveyard is exceptional. Yes, because I said you normally have to have drawn twenty creatures and to kill twenty creatures, well, which and like how many creatures a lot. Do you run in a deck? How, what's your what's your average creature count in a creature deck, Evan? Yeah, you're right. It's probably like twenty eight, twenty five, maybe <laughs> 20, yeah, 30, like maybe thirty. Exactly. Like if you were building a dinosaur deck, you'd have like twenty two, twenty three dinosaurs. Yeah, if you want Unless to go hard on dinosaurs, like twenty six, twenty seven dinosaurs. Like yeah, you're you're not leaning into like forty creatures. So this is an it's actually a really tough thing to do. I feel like I've probably made something with like 40 creatures, but it has to be like, like I it went the, hard into it. The like, most creatures I ever put in a deck was my Rien deck, and I think I had like 31 multicolor. No, Sphinx has probably had like 27. Yeah, yeah, like 30, 31 is probably the closest. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like that's an insane amount. Like you just sit there drawing cards, and you feel like you are seeing nothing. Well, that's why I said you basically have to level your whole library to make yeah. this work. Yeah, yeah, or self mill. You know, traumatize and hope you hit a lot. Can't imagine trying to play this in a sixty card deck. I don't think it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> so hard. All right, uh, next one, which is uh, the uh, the one you play with um, the Dark Angel. Uh, do your death experience two and three white at the beginning of your upkeep. If you have exactly one life, you win the game. Nice. So uh, whatever Saleya or something, the Dark Angels is like pay to return it to your hand. Yeah. You just you, when you're an autumn out, you just do this until you're at one, and then you go to your upkeep and hope no one like bolts you. Well, you can also use curlbacks as well. The ascending hero, pay two life, return yeah. to your hand, so you just stack those triggers. Uh, yeah. 
both of those, by the way, are excellent ways to kill someone if you take their turn. Yes. <laughs> yes. And you can just stack those triggers till they die. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that that one's really the the uh, that's a really weird one. <laughs> yeah, this one combines with like Angel's Grace and uh, I think um, oh, what's that black one I tried to do? Stunning Reversal. They yeah. also save you at one life, so you can try to pull it off. Um, hilarious if you just sit there with a near-death experience and hold those in hand uh, again i'd be really funny when someone tries to pull this off yeah i've never i've never seen near-death experience get played like ever. No. <laughs> no i'd like to see it though uh only a couple more uh revelin riches which for some this reason this one sees a lot of play as well i don't see it as much as you should but it like when it came out it was like wow this is really easy to win uh Four and a black, whenever a creature an opponent controls dies, create a treasure counter uh, token, sorry. Uh, at the beginning of your upkeep, if you control 10 or more treasures, you win the game. This with like uh, like a grave pact seems like like I just win, right? Like aristocrats sack stuff, have a grave I've pact. It. I've seen it in a few of the decks, but the problem is, is that you drop it and then there's, there's absolutely no way to protect it in that color. I guess so, maybe that's it if someone just so blows it up. but And then so are you. Uh, yeah you know because even if you're like but how hard is it to revel in riches and damnation and then just pass well and then but then what happens is that if anyone drops anything that can threaten it you just right but you still got 10 treasures so you're still in a good spot so you might as well try it i've seen a lot i don't know who you've been playing with but i've seen apparently no one because i can't think of the last time i played against a revel in riches the last one is the card that i think is probably the most common one nowadays uh well it's not there's two more according to mine well the s uh, you're going with simic ascendancy and you're just ex- ignoring test of endurance but i i, I, I am in fact <laughs> i normally ignore test of endurance we'll talk about test of endurance just because it's just fell at our sovereign it's a uh, it's that judgment one in that cycle two and two white at the beginning of rep keeping 50 or more life you win the game it's like fell at our sovereign but it's harder to remove uh, it is 50, so you do have to play a life gain deck. Uh, again, people probably should play that one just to try it because people just knock your life total down, and then we have a fun little race. I'm fine with that card. Actually, that card's been going up in price. I don't know why. Uh, I feel like it's like twice the value it was like a month ago. <laughs> uh, all right, Simic Ascendancy. Yeah, you're right. This is They've been printing a lot of alternate win cons recently because Revel and Roaches. There's just been so many of them in blue. Simic Ascendancy is new. There was another one that we were talking. Uh, mechanized Productions, like there's been like the one or two. Oracle, that fair and equitable card. Yeah, uh, happily ever after. There's like one every two sets in like the yeah. last three years. It's been weird. Um, it has been weird. Uh, so anyway, Simic Ascendancy is uh, green and blue. Uh, for one green and blue, put a one-one counter on target creature control. When an whenever one or more one one counters are put on a creature control put that many growth counters on simic ascendancy at the beginning of our upkeep if uh it has 20 or more growth counters on it you win the game uh you just play proliferate um yeah. well you know you know you what you don't even i i play this in uh in my elemental deck the the omnath the new omnath sure the royal you don't even need proliferate like this thing can get going so amazingly quick with even just hardened scales but like yeah. a doubling season and you win the game the next turn. You just, you just go off. It's <laughs> yeah, insanity. It's... Like it gets out of control. Yeah. Cause you can just put it on with uh, this thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, and especially with the, 
with Omnath, you put the plus one plus one counter on something whenever you play uh, land. Yes. Two on it if Hardened Scales is out. And then yeah. you put two tokens on that Simic Ascendancy. Like it just starts building up. And if you have if you have the doubling season, it goes two, four, eight. You know, it's just stupidity. It's pure. Yeah. Yeah, you do see this one a fair bit. I've yet to see someone win with it. Uh, I've only won at home with it. I've never won like say, I think I've hear hear tell of people win with it, but I've never seen it. We we the problem with that is that it's almost like if you're putting that many plus one plus one counters on the board, you're probably going to win anyway. Well, that's sort of the problem with half these cards. Are like yeah. by the time you pull off this combo, you could have won with a better combo. <laughs> yeah, like the last time we played at my house, actually, a group of friends came over and I won with that. But that's only because we j- I just didn't swing. Like yeah. I had a board full of elementals that were all giants thanks to the plus one plus one counters. And, you know, you're just like, I'll just pass. Let's just end this did, game. Did you just play that one? Because I believe I recently told you that that was, could be the, uh, that was my guess for a deck that you'd take apart really quickly because I hadn't seen you play it in a while. Oh, no, but it's still together. It's one I of the that's bo- still together. Oh, I thought your boredom would take that deck out first. No, the problem was is that I tightened it so much that I just, it's like my Locust God now. Like, I've tightened it so much that I just don't want to take it apart. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to be where I'm at. Where sometimes it's like, thought. uh I put all this stuff into it, and now I don't want to play it anymore. Yeah, that happens occasionally, but no, in these two cases, it's the opposite. Uh, a yeah. card that I did want to talk about is around the topic of uh, Mono White. Uh, Divine Intervention from Legends. Okay. Drop Enchantment. Put two counters, two intervention counters on this one. It enters the battlefield. At the beginning of your upkeep, remove one. When the last counter is removed, the game is a draw. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. It's just so good. When the third ability resolves, the game ends immediately. <laughs> what? Uh, what? <laughs> uh, why would you even? You only play that when you're going to lose anyway, just yeah. to be like, ah, screw you. I always want to put it in a Traxa and then just choose the time it ends. <laughs> that one all the time and just be like, I'm not going to bring it above that. I'm just going to, if it goes to one, I'll bring it to two, it'll go back down to one, I'll bring it to two, like, just always keep it in that range and then just be like, no, we're done now, bud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to lose. Let the last counter remove on my upkeep. <laughs> it's so good. Be like, suck it. <laughs> Glad you tried uh, all that work. Yeah. So uh, alternate win cons, I think people should give them a shot. Uh, just not the blue ones. Except yeah. for mechanized production. Go to town with that one. That one's funny. Yeah. And some of them, like you said, like mechanized production is obviously like a brutal collab play. No one's ever going to be like, that's a bullshit move because it seems to have just been made for that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, all right. Uh, we're going to talk about some random commanders and then we're going to pitch our decks to each other and we'll wrap this up. So uh, since I don't know if you have yours ready. I do. Uh, uh, okay. Well, I'm going to hit random first because I like talking. So I'm going to go first. So are you going to do your own or are you going to tell me what you got and I do yours? Oh, uh, let's. I'll tell you what. No, because you can't see it, so I'll just have to do mine. Okay, you do yours first. I don't even know what I got. I got Kai. Oh, okay. I was like, I don't even know this name. Kai Kakahashi. Exactly. Uh, two white <laughs> green. Tap it. Prevent up to two damage to any creature. Oh, it's two, the legend two. guy. Yes, yeah. I saw the name. I was like, what? Who did I? Are you sure this is a commander? <laughs> um, yeah, this is one of the Slesnia Prevent old legends one. Uh, this guy's terrible. <laughs> what type um, of creature is he? 
I don't know because uh, this website doesn't. Uh, oh yeah, it doesn't do doesn't, that. What's it? Spell his first name. Uh, K E I. All right, he is. Sure is a, the only one. I'm on Gather. He's yeah. a human cleric, legendary human cleric. Sure. Okay. <laughs> um, He's treacherous. When I first started playing Magic, <laughs> do you want? Do you want to know? Okay. Uh, the second card on this website is Helix Pinnacle. <laughs> When I first started playing Magic 60 card, uh, yeah. I built a deck that was all clerics that tapped to prevent damage. And Sweet. this guy was in the deck. Obviously, he wasn't commander, but he was one of the plays. And then I realized he can't prevent damage to people, just creatures. Right? Oh. Even worse than he sounds. Yes, true. So, anyway, um, continue. <laughs> Please, I'd like to hear about Oh, your my God. K. Takahashi. I'm just like, like, I'm looking through now, like, uh, Calordian or whatever uh, frost beast is a two four three and a white green at the end of combat destroy all creatures blocking or blocked by this creature sure okay that would work in this case um, maybe there's weird well stuff. you would use that to prevent the two damage from alive. Uh, I like the true believer you have shroud two two um, so here's the thing with this guy I think if you built him, you would, could have a lot of fun playing a bunch of janky old cards. I'm not quite sure what your win con is because you'll do a lot of like, like clearly, as you said, you'd play like clerics that prevent damage and you just do stupid stuff. Yeah. And you'd prevent damage and you'd swing with small creatures that don't die, you know, give them death touch, play or play creatures with death touch and then just not have them die. All of those um, green creatures with death touch. There's a couple green, I think. <laughs> there is. Um, there's like an elf or something. Yeah, maybe play infect. I don't know. I would um, I would actually that was my thought originally was like I would just run and just run bullshit infect. <laughs> just like this general is so bad that I don't think anyone could hold it against you if you ran a tight infect deck. Yeah. Because he is just treacherous. You're getting no yeah. help from your commander. He could just prevent small things from dying, basically. He's a double cost hate bear. <laughs> He's the worst thing. Like, and he, he doesn't, he only prevents two damage. So if they take, like, you know, whatever, uh, you know, uh, a blasphemous act, he's not going to be useful against. <laughs> They're still going to die. He wow. doesn't, doesn't give indestructible or something. That would be awesome. All right. Um, so. Uh, on the hate scale, how do you feel he's going to rate? Uh, he's going to be a one. Yeah. How about how about politics? Uh huh. Mm -hmm. I think um, that could be a two. Yeah, because you could you could you save other people and deck. you could you it, could be like you need some of that damage prevented, bro. Yeah, you could definitely manipulate the board that way by making friends and uh, keeping keeping the best player. That's classic at place general. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, for fun, I'm going to give him a two as well because I think you, this would be a fun exercise in building. Yeah. I don't know if it'll be good, but you could have some fun finding some janky-ass cards to uh, fill up this deck with. All right. We ready for mine? Sure. I'm going to push the button. Boo-boo. What did I get? Trevor the Renewer. Don't know. The six drop six six flying dragon three in bant. Oh, okay. Uh, whenever Trava the Renewer deals combat damage to a player, you may pay two and a white. If you do choose a color, you gain one life for each permanent of that color on the board. Right. Yes. So I 
did look at this at one point as a Bant commander, and it ended up just becoming Bant good stuff, so I stopped. <laughs> well, that's that's what a lot of Bant becomes. So it, it's following the same veins as the, the Planner Chaos. Well, the Planner Chaos came after this, but it's in that same sort of like six drop, six, six commander dragons. It's like there's at least a dozen of them, I guess. Yeah. Where they just, you know, they have that color that they trigger off of and they do something. The the uh, the white trigger on the, the Planner Chaos side is Oros, the one that deals three damage to all non-white creatures. Yeah. Uh, this one... I would. I mean, it's hard life gain, you know. You just yes. you just hope that you're not against a bunch of multicolored people. You know, you're hoping that there's two mono green players against you. So you can just be like, "Are you playing Saberlings? Perfect." Yeah, or you play Painter Servant in this deck. Yeah, this is yeah. The addition of Painter <laughs> Servant now is huge. Uh, yeah, but then but, but then do you just win on Felidar Sovereign and uh, I'm assuming Test of Endurance. Well, the thing is, it, it's it's a three swing general with a pump. Right, like if you can give it's it true. plus one plus one, you're you're also winning off combat. Yeah, you just need some way to. I guess you just play uh, anything that pays life, but that's a lot of black cards. Is the thing. Yeah, I would. I would. I would just play. This okay, one. I see. Ether Ether Flux Reservoir. Sure. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Obviously. I mean, yeah. Sure. If that's how you want to do it. <laughs> but the problem is that this is it. We've talked about those color combos before that you get sucked into that trap of good stuff. And Bant is a classic good stuff trap where you'll start building a deck with the best of intentions. And all of a sudden you're just playing a bullshit Bant deck that you could replace the general with anything. Yes. Because uh, all you've got is all the best green ramp and all the best. All the best blue responses and all blue, the white so, removal, like, removal. And all the best yeah. Simic creatures. And you're just, you're just killing people with a deck that it doesn't matter who your general is. And yeah. that's kind of where this guy would fall because unless you wanted to do like an, a mono deck where you can gain as much life off yourself, uh, you just yeah. paint your servant and then just play the best of the colors. Yeah, that would be the worry. That would be, this would be the concern with this. I feel that uh, for the hate skill for this guy, I think you'd actually take a little bit of hate because dragons do. So I'm going to go like one and a half, two. People don't like to face dragons. Yeah, I'd agree. Uh, yeah, because the flying they can't all deal with, and I think yeah. the life gain is going to irritate people when they realize that every time you swing, you gain like you're ten life. life. Like, and if you put lifelink on this guy, you're just gaining that much. Plus. <laughs> like, it's, it's yeah, it's, an, it's a pretty it's a pretty crazy life ramp. Like I said, depending on the deck or if you run painter servant, um, the hate will be the one and a half two. I feel fun. You're probably yeah. in the one one and a half range. I don't think this is going to actually be any more fun. Like life gain in and of itself is not fun. You know. You're not doing anything interactive with this guy. You're not picking targets or destroying something or choosing like. No, what you're, just, you're gaining just, a bunch of life. You're just gaining life, and then everyone's going to swing at you because your life total is so high that everyone knows they yeah. can't deal with each other. They so, have to deal and with you. Bant just isn't a fun color combo. So I'm going to go with a one, one and a half. I feel like blue, blue white. There isn't like a saving grace because like blue white black is also terrible. Yeah, um, blue, blue, white, red might be the only one where you can have fun because some of the generals are just maybe like, like the wall or Zedru. Yeah, you know, they're kind yeah. of wonky. But as soon yeah, as you had some fun with any combo, you in my <laughs> book, you, you've lost. Um, yep. So, and then for politics, politics, you're in Bant, so there's a bit of politicking there that you can do. But as a general rule, this guy feels a one. He's a giant dragon. Yeah. How can you politic? You're, you're, 
your politics are going to be everyone turns against you. Yeah. Do you want to get your politics? Um, so uh, I, I'm sure there's a way to build this deck, but you're right. You have to avoid the trap. Yeah. Yeah. The Bant trap pretty much exists in every Bant general. And there is, yeah. there is a way to build them for sure. But then you, you constantly think to yourself, I could probably do better here. Yeah. They'll draw a card that you put in for fun. And eventually that card turns into gross and grip. And then you draw another <laughs> card that you played in there for fun. And then that card turns into smothering ties. And then you draw and another card. Cyclonic Rift. Study. Like, and then all of a sudden you're just playing a band deck. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So that's that. I don't know. Yeah. I, you had a better general. Yours was way more fun. That's true. I was, despite how bad it was. <laughs> so let's Speaking go on to build commanders wrong. Yeah. So, uh, you want to start? I mean, uh, sure, I've been starting all these. Uh, mine isn't really build it wrong. Mine is going to be uh, taking, because I feel like I always tell you to build something wrong, and then you just told me to, to build some terrible commander. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to make you build one that, uh, going back to the whole Lord of the Pit, this card was great when I was a kid. You're, you're going to build, because <laughs> we ragged on it, uh, Johan, the Naya Vigilance General. <laughs> I I played once against someone had made this deck. Um, I forget exactly what the f how they did it. I just realized that he's like, um, is it uh, Naruto the avatar with the the arrow on his head? That that's what he's got in his art. Um, he's got that arrow on his head. Uh, so yeah. So as long as uh, Johan is not uh, does not attack and is untapped, creature control have vigilance. He's like five four for Naya and three. That is it. Okay, so I just uh, have to build it. I don't have you any just rules have to, around it. No rules, just build it because, you know what, Vigilance is pretty good. I want to know if you can make a Vigilance deck in Naya that isn't terrible. All right. That's it. Uh, you as well have no... Uh, you have no... Um, uh, restrictions? Okay. You have to build the new Chromium. The new Chromium. Oh, <laughs> the, the mutable. The mutable, yes. Oh, you just said this because I think it came up and I said, I, oh, this, this is a Bant one, isn't it? No, it's a Loro. But I'm, I'm Loro. doing it because a couple podcasts ago we were talking, I believe it came up in conversation, or it just came up in conversation. Me and you had talked about how shitty this general was. Yeah, but I had mentioned like, hey, I'd like this card wants to be awesome, but I don't know how you make yeah. it awesome. So now you are going to make it awesome. Sweet. <laughs> Sweet. All right. Well, this will give us something to do for the next week. <laughs> yes. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, yeah, I really hope that this records well. and we're not about to hit just stop and then you'll be like, oops, it didn't record and we yeah, just well, talked to us. Here's hoping. Uh, <laughs> you can check us out on Facebook. We've been trying to become more interactive because obviously we can't do anything else. So yeah. hit us up there. Uh, search for EDH Rect. You can email us, edhrect at gmail.com. Please email us. Send us your deck. Send us something yeah. in, our, in our isolation. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, tell us about games you've played. Tell us about your favorite cards. We don't really care. We just want to hear from you. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, at edhrect. Yep. We haven't really been that active on Twitter, I'll say. Uh, Twitter's, Twitter's I mean, Evan's had all of that nothing to do and hasn't jumped on Twitter. I know it's tough. But, uh, Twitter's just been people cracking uh, mystery boosters and complaining that they're isolated. And 
I, I can complain enough in my daily life, and I didn't crack any mystery <laughs> boosters, so we I got nothing to talk about. We spent an hour and a half complaining just on this. We don't need to complain <laughs> more. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then you can find us on Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash EDHRacked, where we offer a bunch of rewards to, uh, to becoming our patron. One of the rewards that we did open up yeah. because of this isolation, I just I made the executive decision to uh, give out our Discord. So if you want to yeah. jump into our Discord link and just chat with us, yeah. We're trying to be in there all the time. Uh, feel free to shoot us a message on Facebook or on Twitter, and we will give yeah. you the link to the Discord. Yeah, and we got to uh, lock this down a bit because I just got a pop-up saying, my internet connection is unstable. Oh, my God. I don't know what that means, but well, uh, I might just drop out of this conversation at any moment. Fine, we're at the end anyway. Thank you very much. We look forward to uh, hearing from you guys, and uh, have fun see, listening. Yeah, and see you next time we manage to record. Yes, bye. See you.